the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Great to be together. Great to be with you. Another great show. And uh, don't forget, you can always go over to ProAmericaReport.com and you can see the links to all the segments on the show. You can also uh, uh, check in there. Very important. Sign up for the Daily Wink, what you need to know. All right, I've got a couple of things I want to walk you through today, and I hope you have can take a few moments uh, as I walk you through these, because here's the thing. Um, there's a lot of stuff happening, and it, it probably feels to you uh, like you almost can't keep up. You're sort of giving up. Okay, so first of all, let me remind you of how I see what's happening in this battle for America, right? It's a it's a three front battle for America. On one front is the the battle of the law of the of the court systems, and it, it'll go to the uh, it'll go to the Supreme Court and other stuff. I mean, it's it's a uh, you know that's that's something that will happen. It's going to happen in some uh, in some different ways we can't see. You know, right now in Pennsylvania over the weekend, uh, it appears that that some candidates, uh, Congressman Mike Kelly and then a, a challenger to a congressman, his name is Sean Parnell. Uh, that was the challenger. They cha- they went into court and said to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, hey, y- you changed the rules in the middle of the race, allowing mail-in ballots. And it really is unconstitutional because you guys are the courts and those kinds of things are supposed to be done by the legislature. And you won't be surprised when I tell you that the courts uh, looked at these two uh, candidates and said, yeah, yeah, well, we're the courts. We agree with ourselves. And they dismissed the case. Well, now the case will go up to the Supreme Court. And it's a pretty stark case. I mean, there's something there. So we'll see. Down in Georgia, Sidney Powell's case with Lynn Wood is a strong case, right? There's a number of things that are going all over the place. Up in Wisconsin, there's a new recount that's happening uh, on, on some uh, ballots that are 150,000 ballots. Nevada, late this week, will have an evidentiary hearing on, I think, Friday, December 3rd, on the issues there. Arizona, all day long there was a hearing today. Rudy Giuliani provided testimony, showed evidence of, of I think one of the things he held up at one point was 12 ballots that were filled out with the same handwriting, same uh, signatures. You know, you could see it clear as day. I remember vividly when I was at the election board in St. Louis years ago, we had a problem where some people handed in voter registration cards, and they were so clearly done in the same handwriting, we had to throw them out. And the people that did them, we had to refer them to the prosecutors, but the truth was they were being paid uh, by the uh, by the name, by the registration, uh, by a group that looked like it was a front group for Acorn, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, my point here is there's lots happening, and yet the media won't cover you. Why? Won't cover it. Why? Because as I mentioned, it's a three-battle front, a three-front battle. One front is the legal battle. One front is the information battle sort of propaganda from the fake news, as well as um, uh, as well as trying to fight through for the truth, the information, get it out there. The third front is the Constitution. And that front is getting more and more traction. And I'm going to post um, tomorrow, I'm going to explain it to you tomorrow at length, because a week from tomorrow is an important date. Uh, and the date is important because it's the state legislatures that have to say, 
Okay, the election was done. We read the results. Now here's the electors to the Electoral College. It's it's solely the job of the state legislature. And their report, their decision is due next Tuesday, December 8th. So between then and now, I have two things I want to ask you. And I'll, uh, tomorrow I'll fill you in on some more of that stuff. But I want to ask you to do two things today. One is I want you to get informed. Get yourself a laundry list. When I think of laundry lists, I often think of five, either five or ten, because I got five fingers on one hand and five on another, so I can go up to ten without having to take my shoes and socks off. So, But I just think of five. And hold up your hand. You got five. Your hand is wide. You have five, four fingers and a thumb. I need you to do, the, I need you to do these things, right? I need you to just, just take a, a few minutes and do a couple of things. And one of the things is make this laundry list five take try to get five of fraud of election fraud get your favorite ones and then spread the word spread the word on social media spread the word to your friends continue to talk about the actual fraud continue to talk about the democrats in georgia are trying to stop the the uh, the uh, 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 the Trump campaign from looking at the machines that counted the ballots. They're saying no no no, reset the machines, wipe them clean. It's like Hillary's uh, computers, wipe them clean before anybody can look at them. It's like the FBI's phones, wipe them clean before we can look at them. Why is everybody wiping everything clean if they didn't do anything wrong? Why is that? I don't get it. Well, you and I both know why. But make your laundry list of four or five instances of fraud and spread the word to help us on the information battlefront. The information battlefront. Okay, that's important. The second thing I want you to do is go to stopthesteal.us. Okay, stopthesteal.us and hashtag AZ, GA, or PA. Arizona, AZ, GA for Georgia, PA for Pennsylvania. So stopthesteal.us slash PA. Stopthesteal.us slash AZ. Stopthesteal.us slash GA. You get the point. When you click there, you will get email addresses and phone numbers. I'm asking you again, handful. Make a handful a laundry list, a handful of voter fraud, of the fraud in the election. Tell your friends, spread the word. Second thing is take a handful. Five. Five people from that list. Call them up. Email them. Say, I'm a constituent if you live in their state. If you don't, say, I'm an American. And if you take away my votes, you're messing up. Give them encouragement. This isn't a time to say, you so-and-so. Just say, hey, you, you have a, you're, you're in a position to show how great America is. Please stand up against the voter fraud. I'm telling you right now, if you take a few minutes and do that, stopthesteal.us, it's a very useful site, and you will be very pleased to do it. So do that for me, okay? Now, later on in the show, I'll I'll fill you in on Rand Paul. He had a very good tweet. Rand Paul is generally more right than wrong, always. Um, We'll talk about that later on in the program. Uh, But let's get back to a couple more things I want to talk about. On the information front, on the information front, if you didn't laugh out loud... When they tried yesterday to put out the word that Joe Biden broke his foot playing with his dog, if you didn't laugh out loud and, and didn't, if you didn't realize they were lying to us, then you haven't been paying attention. There's no more, I mean, maybe he tripped on his dog, but he wasn't out back throwing the ball with his dog and he broke his foot. That doesn't happen. In fact, when he broke his foot, they said, what's our best story? Okay, let's tell this story this way. The media will cover for us. That's what they did. And my point here is to tell you, on the information battlefront, it's just a full-on war. 
They're, they're putting up cabinet speakers. They're mischaracterizing the words of, of, uh, of uh, Republican officials. When you get people that are out, I think it was Roy Blunt was on one CNN. He said something like, you know, uh, you know, at, the, at a certain point, if the president um, doesn't have the votes, that's it. He, you know, he won't win. That's what, of course, that's actually true. But then the next thing he said was, well, we don't call him uh, Biden president elect. Because there's no such job. Well, they made it sound like they ran it on social media that Roy Blunt was uh, stabbing um, um, Donald Trump in the back. It just didn't happen that way. It didn't happen that way. The National Review, we're going to talk later on this program, National Review Online, a dying, fading uh, ember of a newspaper or magazine which was so wrong on Trump in the 2016 election. It's comical. And we'll talk in a few minutes with Julie Kelly about them. Well, they wrote an editorial saying basically Trump is destroying the republic by what? Abiding by the Constitution? By... Fighting for the law? What, what part of this is so offensive to them? It's just insane. And my point there is on the information battlefront, it is an all-out war. It is just a battle, and you've got to be ready. And on the Constitution front, well, tomorrow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you tomorrow, and I'll put it out on my social media too, a, a kind of one-page memo on where we are in terms of what the Constitution says, what it exactly says, and how it will play out in the next week, the next week or t- next week, and then two weeks, and then five weeks. So you got to clue in, you got to get ready, you got to stay motivated. There is uh, nothing better than fighting for America in the moment we're in. It's just extraordinary how great this is. So don't uh, despair, don't get down, uh, don't be worried, and happy warrior, as uh, we used to say. When we talk about the late Phyllis Schlafly, she was the consummate happy warrior. Um, so again, stopthesteel.us slash AZ for Arizona, stopthesteel.us slash GA. For Georgia, stopthesteel.us slash PA for Pennsylvania. Go right in there, get some work done, do some things. But before you do that, get your laundry list of five uh, instances, your favorite instances of voter fraud, so you can tell everybody about it. Push, push, push. And then uh, one more thing. I was telling somebody on the uh, Periscope, if you go to my Periscopes each day, I do a Periscope at 9.45 a.m. Eastern Time and 2 o'clock Eastern Time p.m. I uh, go there and I was saying to someone, one more thing. General Flynn, General Flynn is finally free. He's making his voice heard. Follow that leader. Oh, man. He is sharp. He is sharp. All right, we'll take a break and be right back. It's Ed Martin here in the Pro-America Report. Don't forget, visit ProAmericaReport.com to sign up for the Daily Wink and get all these radio segments uh, there as standalone links and a lot more. Be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Back in a minute. This is the Pro-America Report on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back. It's Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Now, I have been interested, as you all have heard me talk about, in this question or in the question surrounding how often our families and our children are torn and, and pulled from, from each other and from families, especially by the state and Child Protective Services. We've heard about it. And so over the course of these years doing this radio show, I get these incredible stories and vignettes. And, and some of the time we talk about them on the air. Sometimes we don't. But I thought I would bring, I'd get this one, take an opportunity because um, we, I, I was introduced to Mary Flynn O'Neill. You'll recognize the Flynn middle name. It seems like General Flynn, uh, he has more 
siblings and nephews and nieces. And he's like, uh, this is an amazing family. And she's been involved in this uh, in this. How do we protect our families? How do we shine a light on this on social media? I'm on this incredible group that puts in this information. It just it makes you your one day. It makes your blood boil. The other day, it makes you weep. And so first, Mary Flynn, uh, before Mar- excuse me, Mary Flynn, before we get to uh, Mary Flynn O'Neill, sorry, before we get to the okay. more specific and talk to the Steinmans, tell me, how'd you get involved in this? Why is this something you care about? Uh, what's happening here? Okay, I, I got involved with um, a pro-life movement years and years ago as, as, as a little girl. My mother was head of uh, national pro-life, right to life. And so I've been involved yep. with the children and, and the pro-life uh, movement for a very long time. Um, this came into my life about uh, about uh, 15 years ago. I have um, been through the family court system with my daughter, my grandchildren, uh, an incredible experience. I witnessed the, the court, uh, the family court uh, judiciary system. I at, at a very interesting level living living in on, a, on an island and knowing everybody and being related to everybody. And so I saw a <laughs> lot of corruption. And so my mm-hmm. my my goal was to get through it with my own family and then try to be an activist for the people. I met many, many people, men and women that were going through terrible corruption through the family court system that that was brought in by the CPS, uh, the Child and Family Services, which is what we call it here in Rhode Island, which has had a mm-hmm. serious, serious problem in Rhode Island. And we've had many deaths mm-hmm. in foster care. We've had a lot of corruption, judge corruption, uh, lawyers. You know, it, it, it's a system that absolutely is a broken system. It has it does nothing but break families up, which is which is which is what I want to do. I want to get more involved with with people like that and organizations, because um, through through the, through the injustice that happened to my own family, um, this injustice is pretty is pretty level on the same level. Even in the FISA court, court you could almost you could almost uh, equivalent it to that kind of corruption, too. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. my so my whole thing is to help as many families as we can. Terry has become a friend of mine, and I got going on this when I got into Twitter, when we were trying to campaign and, and help my brother and, you know, and move and move the defense fund and, and do all that. And then I started to find out on the Twitter and the social media, uh, I started connecting. So with these these families, these mothers, these fathers who have, have had their children taken from them, and then, of course, uh, I started to research, of course, the, the human trafficking, the, se- the uh, sexual abuse, the sex trafficking in children, which to me is, and, and my family, especially General Flynn, he, he, he has a, a really, really big heart for the, for the children, too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we're very close on that movement. He and I are, are very, uh, very in touch with each other about this. And so, hmm. and so, so, so the human trafficking to me and the, and the trafficking of children is um, going on in a, in a legal system uh, through the family court system, through the through the foster care system, through the CPS. It needs to be completely, uh, probably audited, done more more extreme than than people are aware of, and we need to make that hmm. happen. We need to make people aware yeah. of of the abuse and it's a legal system. You know, it's a it's a legal system. We have our own system, which many of the systems. As we know, you know, 
um, through through talking to people and reporting things that all the systems have been infiltrated by a very bad element. So let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, so um, let me. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me, Yeah. Let me. And we're talking again with Mary Flynn O'Neill. It's very. It is compelling. And Mary, I thank you for taking the time. I think people are so uh, fascinated by how your brother stood up for what he believed in, but also then you and your brother Joe and all these. It's, it's a great family. Yeah. But so let, let me slide over and and talk to uh, with you on the uh, phone are uh, Mark and Terry Steinman and and, and we've had a couple of these uh, stories and I think I think Mark you're going to lead on this, but tell us what happened and try to you know we got a few minutes what happened and where are we now and what what could we expect to make life better like give us a a, a vision forward too and i'd just like to say right off the top that over the weekend i listened to an interview by two of our best and highly respected generals general McInerney and general flynn warning the american Uh people of the treasonous and seditious activity occurring within our system of government to uh to to our potential destruction warning us that if we don't stop this that america itself is in danger and i can think of nothing uh more prominent even more than our vote than what is happening to american families we have american families Mm -hmm. that are being involuntary broken up and destroyed children who are being separated from their parents uh people who are being deprived of their rights the rule of pursuant law due process and children are being adopted out for for the sake of taking title four money under the ASFA, the adoption and state families act because all the way back to 1997 this is something that's been going on it's atrocious and it has happened to us i am a military veteran i served for 20 years in the united states air force and i had all seven terry and i had all seven of our children taken on on a, a, a fraudulent uh it was a fraudulent case frame to where uh, the people who who wanted to get our children and uh, get the money for our children um, have so far succeeded. And we have run the gamut through all channels of our law enforcement. And we have gotten no uh, no redress of, of our grievances under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution. We've gotten no justice under the law. And it's a real threat to the American people. And they have to be made aware and awakened of what's going on, because right now that is just as big, if not a greater threat. when We don't even have rights or we don't have access to our children and can raise our family in accordance with our faith. Uh, let me go. Let me go. Let me, let me remind our listeners, and I'll put this up on social media. Let our children go. is the site that is really helpful on this, and also on on Twitter. I'll make sure to retweet uh, uh, "No Longer Ignored." Excuse me, at "No Longer Ignored." The Forgotten American is another uh, fantastic uh, Twitter feed. Um, but, but tell me, tell me what what what's the? I mean, I hate to sound like this, but what's the solution? Is it more local control? Is that, or is the local control uh, being manipulated by the locals? I mean, the late Phyllis Schlafly, my old boss, wrote a book called Who Killed the American Family? And one of the chapters was on how these courts, the, the family courts, have so much power and there's no way to check them. There's no. So you've got some man or woman who's a feminist or, or a leftist and they have total control. So is it less local control, more federal control? What is it that could be the solution? Well, I think what has to really happen is we need to have a reassessment of our Constitution and the rule of law. And we need to have justice. Mm-hmm. We need to have people who are going to prosecute the criminals that are operating within our system of government and hold them accountable. And we also need to have, uh, you know, access to our representatives who are going to act on our behalf and not just brush us off when we attempt to gauge, engage them with this problem. And if we, if, if we don't have that, 
then we the people are going to have to to take a stand. But really, the key thing, Ed, is we got to continue to get the word out in mass because a lot yeah. of the fake news media will not report on these things, and it's a real struggle. But we know that if we can just reach out to one American at a time or through whoever's willing to step up and report on it, we can get some traction on this because this is happening to millions. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of families across the country has been going on for years. And we have evidence of an infiltration within the court system of which we have been subjected to. And we have we have not complied because we have rights and, you know, haven't taken an oath to the Constitution. We're going to stand on our protections. And so we have evidence of crimes and we have no justice. The American people have to be made aware that the system is not working and we need to do something to stop it. Yeah. You know, I was just telling someone. er, 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 Yeah, please do. Go ahead. Yeah, please jump in. I just want to add add one thing, which is he was he's right on target. Uh, But to one one thing we really need to do. I mean, Phyllis was amazing. She was ahead of her time. I I really my mother was ahead of her time. And and those back in those days, those guys were amazing. So one of the things that has to happen is. Um, it does have to. We need to change some of the, the acts. There's, there's some federal uh, laws and, and uh, acts that were put in mm-hmm. place, adoption acts, those kind of things. So it, what the federal right. government does is it gives money to the local, you know, judicial family court system, which is a joke. The family court system is a civil court. They do not. There are many, many criminals. There are many, many things that they cannot handle, and they put it off to items. Uh, or other lawyers, it's it's right. run by a bunch of lawyers that are making a lot of money off, and they're ripping families off. They can't afford this. It's not a contingency cases. These are money. This is monies that come from right out of their pockets to get their kids back, and it's threatening. It's very threatening to mm-hmm. people who don't have money to get their children back. That's one of the biggest problems that I see. So we really do have to get on a federal level and and get this legislation right. changed too. Mm. You know, we need to yeah. work well, and, on yeah. that. Yep. Listen, I'm sorry I'm out of time. I, I go so fast. Uh, and I'll, But I'll put up on social media. I'll have you guys back again. But I, I want to underscore for you. I said a few minutes ago on my show, the open, uh, that we're in a battle in this country, the information battle, you know, and, and uh, whether it's General Flynn, how he was treated or how what we're talking about with our children and our system, the media, it's propaganda. And and, and I salute you saying, hey, one at a time, we got to keep educated. Like, your guys have educated me in the last six months is to let me know what's going on so that I have a better sense. So we're talking about it. I'm sorry I have to run though i'm on a hard stop i'm getting yelled at in my ear by no our great technical director so thank you i'll have you guys back again and i'll put it up on social media and i thank you for your time thank, thank you ed thank you all right thanks guys we'll take it we'll take a break and be right back it's ed martin here on the pro america report back in a moment this is the pro america report on the answer san diego Welcome back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. Perfect timing. Our old friend Julie Kelly, who has uh, literally written the book. She wrote the book on the Never Trumpers and what they did and how they tried to break the uh, presidency. And I think it was today, it could have been yesterday, that they went out and published, the editors published Trump's disgraceful endgame. So, Julie, I mean, do you go to the National Review online just to laugh? Like, Because they live up to what you wrote about you know, I try not to look at them at all, um, but yeah. but because I wrote the book on them, as you say, people uh, really ruin my day by sending me tweets from their editors or columns like they have today, 
which, um, you know, just condemns the president for attempting to expose what we now know is provable, widespread, egregious, unprecedented election fraud in several states. So they get into the little details about Trump's legal strategy and his, I guess, alleged petulance that he should just suck it up once again and move on, let the media and the Democrats and the never Trump Republicans destroy him and undermine the country so they can just go play along with Joe Biden. Yeah, it is. We're talking with Julie Kelly. Her book is Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried and Failed to Take Down the President. And uh, it's a good one. Uh, Check that out. So, Julie, um, you know, the question I have on this is a normal person would get exhausted. And, you know, and when I tell people like the, the information warfare, the whole nation, I mean, all the outlets are on this sort of propaganda thing that Trump, the Biden won. Trump lost and now he's just being a baby and it's it's exhausting for me I'm sure it is for you and and I I keep trying to say to myself how does he even stay functioning and how do you and look in Arizona earlier today wholesale examples not not little examples major fraud and within an hour the governor who's supposed to be such a great Republican signs the documents certifying the election results not the not the electors but the election results I mean it's insane isn't it it's just what you would expect from gutless Republicans. I just got off uh, an interview with a radio host in Madison, Wisconsin. She was saying the same thing about Republicans in that state who are refusing to stand up and fight and call out what they know is serious election fraud in their own states. So, um, you know, it's that's why it was so refreshing to see what was happening in Pennsylvania, the hearing that uh, state lawmakers held in Gettysburg last Wednesday. I wrote a report on it. Same thing. I, I didn't have a chance to watch the Arizona hearing because I was writing about Wisconsin. It's like whack-a-mole. Right. But, um, so it sounds like it was a lot of the same problems that Pennsylvania has exposed. Uh, and people testifying, these are not crackpots, right? These are long-time poll right. watchers. They are military, retired military officers. They have expertise in election law or electronic warfare. So they really know what they're talking about. Um, and so what you said, this is a multi-level fraud operation in these states. And the fact that there are so many Republican office holders, governors like Doug Ducey, who seem uninterested in it and just want to move along, um, you know, let's just hope they, they pay the price when it's their time to get reelected. We're talking with Julie Kelly, and again, uh, her book uh, is uh, is available everywhere. Disloyal Opposition, How the Never Trump Right Tried and Failed to Take Down the President. I thought by now, uh, like, your book would become, like, they'd all go away and die. And he'd be into Trump in his second term, and your book would be, you know, kind of like, an, oh, we could look back on it. Now you needed to read who the players are. Um, okay, what happens next, Julie? I mean, in this sense, I tell people the legal case, I don't know about I mean, I'm a lawyer, but I don't know about it, right? I, I can see there's real stuff there. And so, but I don't trust the courts. I mean, the courts are the be- the justices of the Supreme Court are the best politicians. They're not unpolitical. They're the best politicians. They were able to make their whole life look like they were focused on the law because they were political players. They're like the best. So they're not going to do anything that endangers their existence, period. Then you got the House and the Senate, and they're they're led by the same kind of Republicans like Ducey. If he can turn if you turn away for a minute, they'll do the wrong thing. So and then we're stuck with the media and Fox 
news is changing almost every day into sort of the opposition. You know, Andy McCarthy's on spouting off like as if he was uh, Mark Elias for the, the Democrats. So honestly, what what where's the best path forward for us to get some success? I really don't know. It's it's very disheartening to see this all unfold. What I do think is if Biden does take the presidency, and I think you've got to assume at this point, given the cowardice of the Republican Party and judges and the Supreme Court, to your point, um, that Donald Trump will probably be out of the White House, unfair as that may be. But he is still going to have 74, 75 million really ticked off Americans, not just mad about this election, but really mad at all the injustice over the past four years from the phony Russia uh, collusion investigation, the Robert Mueller investigation, the cover up of the real crime impeachment, um, you know, how they exploited the uh, coronavirus health crisis. So you have a lot of, and of course, the lockdowns, which are being embraced by both Republican and Democratic uh, governors. So you're going to have a lot of people who, and you do have a lot of rank and file, just regular Americans who are outraged at this injustice and, uh, you know, want to keep fighting for their country. And now at this point, see Donald Trump is the only guy willing to step up and take, take the shots and take the fight. We're talking with Julie Kelly and Julie. I'm glad you sort of segue to it because I couldn't. Res- I need to t- be being. I need to be serious as I say this with a smile on my face. But t- your old friend, Dr. Fauci. I mean, ha- this weekend he went out, went out and he said basically what you said from the beginning. I mean, literally from the beginning, you said you can't keep the kids out of school. It's worse for the kids. By the way, my wife was with you on this. My wife said to me, she's a doctor, and she said to me in maybe June, maybe May, she said the only study on kids is from Australia and they're not vectors. They they don't transmit it. It's not a real the kids aren't the problem. And Fauci this weekend says that. So the only good news is I don't get excited because I don't believe him anyway. But I mean how insane is this what we're going through well i was funny i pulled up a column for march 31st and as you just said i was one of the few people from the very beginning i was even opposed to the 15 days flat in the curve you could see where this was going i never even envisioned right. it would be this bad but i compared south chambers to climate scientists that rely on flawed models they make up data they use unreliable data they make all of these sweeping doomsday scenarios but when they turn up being wrong there's never a price to pay. You know, You know, Anthony Fauci is the Michael Manns of climate science. No matter how wrong they are, no matter how many bad policies <laughs> they help usher in, no matter how many people they hurt, industries they destroy, they never have to pay a price. Yet here is Fauci on the cover of Time magazine. He's studied by every major organization. You know, he's a hero to the Democratic Party. Um, but yet you have 50 million school children whose lives have been unalterably changed because of his his bad advice, his ego trip, uh, his failure to be held accountable or apologize. Um, and, but what he has inflicted on this country is a crime. And instead of being on the cover of Time magazine, he should be on trial. Well, Julie Kelly, it must get old for you. Your husband must be miserable because you're always right. It must be a terrible thing around your house. So Julie Kelly, at, at Julie Kelly underscore number one. At, what is it? At, Ju- at Julie underscore Kelly number one. And Disloyal Opposition is the book, How the Never Trump Right Tried and Failed to Take Down the President by Julie Kelly. Available everywhere books are, are sold. Hey, thanks, Julie. Happy Thanksgiving again. Thanks for being on. You do it. Have a great week. Thank you. Uh, All right, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report, back in a moment. This is the Pro-America Report. 
on The Answer San Diego. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. If you haven't yet realized that powerful groups in the United States are working hard to ban Christianity from every part of school and public life, let me tell you about the latest outrage. At a public elementary school in Plano, Texas, here is what happened. First, the school banned eight-year-old Jonathan Morgan from handing out candy canes with Jesus' name on them to classmates at a school holiday party. Then the school confiscated a little girl's pencils because they mentioned God. And then the school even banned an entire classroom from writing Merry Christmas on cards to be sent to our troops serving in Iraq. Parents started a lawsuit. The school officials then came into court arguing that elementary school students can be discriminated against because they are too young to have the protection of the First Amendment. This case dragged on for eight years until Jonathan, the boy who passed out the candy canes, was 16 years old. Finally, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit ruled that elementary school students do have First Amendment free speech rights to discuss religion with their classmates and that two principals violated the rights of the two students who were barred from distributing candy canes and pencils with a religious theme to their fellow students. The court ruled, and I quote, We hold that the First Amendment protects all students from viewpoint discrimination against private, non-disruptive, student-to-student speech. Therefore, the principal's alleged conduct is unconstitutional under the First Amendment. However, the court then ruled that the two principals are entitled to immunity from punishment because, and I quote, The general state of the law in this area is complicated and subject to great debate among jurists. Well, the bottom line is that the battle about religion will continue in the courts, and you need to know what they're doing by reading my book, The Supremacists. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at phyllisschlafly.com. And let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I promised you earlier in the program, this is Ed Martin here on the Pro-America Report. I promised you that I would give you um, an insight into the great Rand Paul. Rand Paul is one of the most extraordinary dudes uh, in American life right now. And um, there is... um, the, uh, there is this uh, incredible role he plays because for one reason, and the reason is he doesn't actually need the job. And you can kind of tell that about him. He doesn't kind of need the affirmation. I think it's because his father and mother, his mother's extraordinary too, but his father obviously is such a well-known guy. And he just is, a, he's kind of, um, he just is what he is. It doesn't mean that he's not politically astute. He is. It doesn't mean that he's not savvy. He is. Uh, it doesn't mean that he's not, you know, going to pick the right political battles to further his, um, his vision and his future. He does. 
Uh, but he's just fearless. And by the way, his fearlessness at this point has a um, physical quality. Remember, he was on the baseball diamond when that nut job, Bernie Sanders supporter, I think, that's what they say, he came in and tried to attack everybody. Rand was out there. He's a good baseball player. And then Rand was attacked by his lunatic neighbor who, who while Rand was cutting the grass, he just dove into him and, and he gave him serious chest and lung damage. Right. I mean, this is serious. And then remember, he's at the White House six months ago, less than that. And they 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 tossled, jostled him there. I mean, he's physically targeted by the mob, by the mobs, but he's fearless and he doesn't care. He's fearlessly against the wars, the endless wars. He's fearlessly against uh, intervention. He's fearlessly for pardoning Snowden and Assange. I mean, that's my point. He just doesn't need it. Right. So when he tweeted about um, the uh, election, well, let me start with his other tweet. <laughs> his other tweet was about Fauci. Over the weekend, Fauci did an interview where he basically said, yeah, you know, kids aren't really big vectors. They don't spread the COVID, so we should get them back to school. Huh? I mean, that's what Rand was saying for seven or eight months. That's what uh, um, Donald Trump was saying. And they were being vilified everywhere. Oh, you're endangering kids. You're endangering parents. You're endangering teachers. Basically, Fauci over the weekend said it's worse for kids to be home. We got to get him to school. And Rand tweeted and said, nobody needs to apologize to me, Rand Paul. They need to apologize to parents, single parents especially, and kids that have been damaged. Think about it. And here's the thing. Rand Paul, especially he's a doctor, right? So he's not dumb. I mean, on medicine, especially he he's just always right. He I mean, let me say it more carefully. He's he seems like he's right all the time. He just does. He seems to get problems and see them. He tends not to be hysterical. You know, he's pro-life. He's strongly, you know, kind of uh, solid on a bunch of things, but he's just not, he never goes wait. He never goes too far, right? He's just, he's got a couple of, um, he's got a couple of issues he really believes in. He'll stand for and size of government, spending, all these things. But he also understands, I mean, it's just, he's right a lot. So the next thing he was right about is he tweeted about um, the, uh, about the the um, election. And he said, you know, in, in his tweet said, in about four or five places, which swung the whole election, the Joe Biden campaign got a whole bunch of votes between three in the morning and six in the morning. And Rand said, that just doesn't sound right. Either the numbers don't work. It just doesn't add up if you're a serious person. And that's what he tweeted. And he wasn't hysterical. He wasn't saying it was uh, the deep state. Although he's been mad at the deep state because John Brennan lied to them. And, and uh, again, that's another thing he hates. He hates all this, uh, uh, all this um, uh, state uh, um, uh, surveillance of individuals. He gets mad about that. But he, he, so here he was, his tweet. And he basically said, you know, there's something going on here. It, only in the five or six states did we see this happen. In the other 45 states we didn't see it happen it does make you it makes you wonder that's what he said and here's what i started out this uh this this uh earlier in the show with was you know on the battlefront of this battle for america for the republic right now the battle for america you know the the legal battle is going it's going like cracking you know all that stuff i don't even know so many pieces and and then but the public the the information battlefront is brutal it's brutal and when a guy like Rand drops a tweet like that, it has an impact in that information battlefront. It, it impacts that information battlefront in a very good way in terms of getting people thinking and talking. 
And here's the other thing is when you get done with all that, you know what Rand Paul will do. He's guaranteed to turn to the Constitution. He cares less about the cult of personality and more about the reality of the Constitution. I mean, I know him pretty darn well. I've traveled with him a bunch. I've sat in rooms with him, worked on different things. This is a serious dude. That's where this is headed. And I don't think anybody quite knows how the populist people, the will of the populist movement is going to take it if these people are are chicken. If the leaders in these states who see real fraud and see real theft, they just say roll over. I, I, I don't know how a lot of these things turn out. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that think. Oh, well, you wait out these conservatives, so-called conservatives, these so-called people that are uh, that are kind of, um, you know, on the fringes. They'll eventually be gone and we'll go back to normal. I don't think anything goes back to normal in these times. All right. We got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, I got I to, gotta, uh, excuse me, when we come back tomorrow, I'm going to explain to you exactly how you can um, go about figuring out what the next eight, seven days will look like. Seven days till December 8th. We'll take a look at that when we, we, when we come back tomorrow. Don't forget, go to ProAmericaReport.com and get yourself followed up on all these things. Sign up for the Daily Wink. Also, thank you, as always, to Noah, our great technical director, who keeps things going. You wouldn't know how many pieces I put this show in, and he puts them together. He's like, uh, I'm like Humpty Dumpty, and he's got to put me back together this show. Uh, so it's great. And then thank you to Joanna for helping book our great guest today, especially... Um, Mary Flynn. Uh, Mary Flynn is General Flynn's sister. Mary O'Neill is her her married name. All right, everybody, have a great day. Thank you for uh, tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. Ed Martin here on the Pro America Report. Talk to you then.